All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. How are things in New York City? Going good, going good, man. Uh, you're, you're getting out of the house. You look a little uh, red in the face, getting sun. Dude, I am sunburned for the first time today in two fucking months, man. Me and my girlfriend went to the park with the dogs. It was amazing. I didn't bother throwing sunblock on, even though I have the complexion of uh, semen on top of a glass of milk. You know what I mean? Just the white on white fucking complexion. But... I, I, I was just like, yeah, you know, you don't need sunblock in quarantine. It doesn't matter anymore. I am sunblock right now. Couldn't I am sunburnt right now. Couldn't be happier. Um, even though I'm only sunburnt from uh, maybe cheek up just from the mask. So I'm about I, I've always had tar, uh, farmer's tan my whole life. Now I'm going to have face mask, mask tan. That's going to be a well, thing. That, that's an interesting one. Um, so is it you or is it New York where you just said you get sunburned uh, outside of the mask? Here, I basically I, I wear masks when I go into stores. But when I the instant I walk out of the store and I'm heading to my car, that thing comes off. If I'm going to the park, if I'm going on a bike ride, I don't wear a mask outside. But you guys. Oh, fuck no. The, we, we have masks all the time here, man. This, this I suppose place, you're a dense city. Like New York flies. is fucking yeah, dense. Yeah. yeah. And, I, I, dude, I'm the opposite of a hypochondriac. I don't go to the doctor when everybody in my life tells me I should. Okay, uh, that being said, people here are fucking dying like crazy. I think last I read, I think I read maybe a week ago, it, it was something crazy. They were saying like 5,500 people had died from this. Just in Queens alone, like one of New York City's five boroughs. That's like almost two 9-11s just in Queens from this goddamn virus. So, yeah, uh, pe- people here ain't fucking around. I-, I basically have it around my face while I'm walking around. I'll-, I'll pull it down off my face if I'm not around anybody or it's just me and my girlfriend walking. But once we kind of get close, we you know, we pull them back up. Gotcha. And that's the thing here is in Iowa, I'm never close to anyone unless I'm in the store. And even then we're six feet, but you're inside with recirculated air, air conditioning yeah, or whatever the yeah. fuck. So yeah, that's why I only wear it when I'm in stores, but, uh, no, it's um, a pedestrian city here. So we're, we're walking around each other. We're passing each other all the time. I mean, that's, that's why shit spreads here so fast is because for the most part to get to work, you have to cram into a little metal snake where, there's no sitting room, just standing room, and there's literally 15 people's elbows pressing into you at any given moment. So they're damn sure breathing on you and giving you the bad AIDS that is going to define the 2020s. Is that um, – so the, the subway cars are still packed to the gills? They're still sardine cans? They haven't, like, said, okay, 10 people to a car or anything oh, like that? Oh, not right now. They're No, now they're not. Oh, okay. But fuck, I'm I'm working from home. I, I I haven't gotten on a subway in a long time. Last time I got on a subway was because me and my girlfriend's monthly metro cards were running up, and we were like, "Fuck it, let's just wrap up, get on the subways, go to Trader Jones, uh, carry back as much cheap wine as we can possibly pack mule onto ourselves, and then our metro cards will run out." Gotcha. Because the hear- one thing that that I fear more. Then the virus making me drown from my own lung, lung fluid slowly is wasting a Metro Monthly card when I could have gotten cheap Trader Joe's wine. <laughs> that thought kept me up at night, and it kept my girlfriend up at night. We woke up next to each other, and we said, we have to go get cheap Trader Joe's wine tomorrow. You just gave me a flashback. I have not thought of this in decades. 
but I went to college first in Boston, Massachusetts. And yeah, when you're, uh, it, it's called the T there, I think. I don't remember, but their, their subway system, when you had a card and it was coming due, and you're like, oh shit, oh, how yeah. many times have I used it? You, uh-huh. you wanted to make sure that you... You jumped on that thing and got your money's worth. When honestly, in in New York City, that was never an issue before. Never an issue because, like, I we we don't have a car here. You, you know, that's how I get to work literally every day. That's how I get to and from gigs literally every day. That's how I get everywhere that's not within a half a mile to my apartment every single day. So it was never and never an issue before. Now you always got your money worth, but. The fact that it was coming up, we were like, listen, Trader Joe's has very cheap wine. And am I saying that cheap wine, that like a couple backpacks worth of cheap wine is literally enough to risk dying from some sort of East Asian Ebola virus? Yes, I am. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) I don't regret a goddamn thing. I need my cheap wine. I need it. I, I had a thought uh, today. It relates to this, and I, I, I'm actually uh, angry and, and frustrated. Toyota has to be loving the coronavirus because, at least as far as I'm concerned with me, um, one year ago in February, I bought a two-year package, oil change package. I went in for an oil change, and they said, well, here, instead of spending whatever it is per oil change, just buy a package for 200 bucks." unlimited oil changes and i'm like oh you fuckers have no idea what you're getting into i'm a road comic and i did the math and i i can't remember what it is off the top of my head but i know that within six months i had made money on my purchase like i had sure, gotten sure. so many oil changes in six months and i and, and so for a year within a year i had charged over a thousand dollars worth of oil changes and now for the past several months, I haven't gone in for any. So they're like, thank God that asshole is not bringing his car in once a month and getting an oil change. They, Because th- most people buy the package and then they lose money on it or they make money on it. With me, they were fucking losing their ass with all the oil changes I was getting. Yeah, that's true. Plus, not only that, but Toyota bought a lot of stock in Modelo, the other Mexican beer that's not named after the fucking uh, 2020 <laughs> Ebola virus. So... We're we're good to go there. If you're, if you're Toyota, you're sitting pretty. They're making bank. All right, let's jump into some news stories. Um, everybody's talking coronavirus. Everybody's talking politics. Let's go sideways, Jake. Let's talk about something new, exciting, different. Uh, Dubai porta potties uh, was something I stumbled across this week. Dubai porta potties. Um, Both the best and worst porta potties I've been in in my entire life have been in Dubai. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. I'm glad that someone's finally tackling that issue. What did they have to say about it? Have you ever been to Dubai for for, for real, though? I don't know no, where you've been I in haven't. the military. You could have traveled. There. No, I haven't. That being said, best and worst porta potties I've been in in my life have been in the Middle East. So, I, I mean, close enough. Let's go. I uh, Oh, I haven't had this thought in, in a million years. Um, fuck, what base was it on? I think it was Camp Anaconda. It must have been Camp Anaconda because that was when I did comedy. Uh, we went um, we went to all these little fobs where we would do comedy in tents and um, just just these makeshift bases with no running water, no anything. And you piss in the piss tubes and you shit 
Anaconda was a big one, right? Well, that's what I'm saying is... I was shipped there at the end of my deployment, uh, my first deployment, which was in Iraq. I was shipped there to testify in a court-martial for a guy who got drunk and burned down a shit uh, porta potty a <laughs> shitter. <laughs> well, you'll yeah. have to tell that story in a second. My story was is not that interesting. Mine was, we did all these little bases with no running water, and then we show up at Anaconda, like you said, which was a big base, and we were shown where we were going to perform, which was in an old Saddam Hussein movie theater, and it had a chandelier. Like, it was nice. an actual theater. And I'm thinking, oh, this is awesome. By the way, I got to take a shit. I'm tired of using porta potties. Where do I take a shit? And they're like, oh, no, you use porta potties. Even though we have this nice theater and this big base, <laughs> everyone shits yeah. in porta potties. I'm like, God damn it. I thought when we got to this nice big base, things would be different, but they were no, not. No, no, no. The Saddam Hussein toilets are reserved for generals and colonels only. That's the way that goes. Apparently. They shit on the golden toilets. That's it, man. Tell tell you so tell the porta potty story quicker. Are, are you allowed or are, are you under a gag order from testifying? Nah, nothing. I guess nothing really crazy. Uh, I, I, I'm just you know a lot, lot of terrible porta potty experiences. I guess um, for one thing, you're sharing the porta potties with a lot of like um, a, a lot of locals. You, you know what I mean? A lot of nationals. And they don't use uh, in a lot of those places. They don't. They don't use toilets. What they do is they, they'll have like places with holes in the ground. E even if it's like nicer, it'll be like a hole in the ground where you squat and shit in the hole in the ground. And um, that sounds primitive to us, but like if you think about it, if you, you know, I don't have to put my ass where someone else put their ass if I just squat and shit. In a hole in the ground, you know, you know what I mean. So it's that, like that is a valid point, dude. If you fucking dude, if you don't know anybody, if it's nice, if it's a nice hole in the ground, and it's still flush, it still flushes in the nicer place, still does all it. But it's like I, you, you know, the squatting motion is a little more natural over there. They do it a little more. You, you know, if you, if you don't have the toilet, you do it every time you shit. You know, so um, if 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 it's like, oh no, we have a different system here. What we do is we put our bare ass where other strangers put their bare asses all day long. Is there a crew that comes in in between either one of you? Nope, no, no. We're just hoping that they wiped it with tissue, which they probably didn't, and it's covered with pubes and feces. Put your <laughs> ass on this. I get why they think we're animals with that. You know what I mean? Like I, either way, either way, if you're sharing it with people who don't use toilets like that, um, they're like, I'm not putting my ass on this fucking thing. What they'll do is they'll put their feet on it and they'll just squat over the toilet seat and shit. Just like they're so outside. There's, there's a lot of back spray. Yeah, because those, like the toilets you shit in, if, you, if, if it's designed for you to squat and shit, it's not a toilet seat. You know what I'm saying? There's room for a bigger spread. Uh, and, and so these things were just covered with shit, covered with them. Oh. And one guy had had too much and got drunk and burned it down. Yeah, no, and this was actually uh, toward the end of my, my first deployment. They had moved us out of tents into like a nicer, like, um, they called them cans. It was like four four guys in in a little metal thing. Oh, no, I know. It, the, and, they're like the shipping containers. I, I stayed oh, they in were some great. of those. Yeah, no, those were great. Yeah, you know? that air and conditioning, then, they were beautiful. Yeah, oh, they they were awesome. And then there was toilets that were like that there. He got drunk and lit one of those things on fire. Oh. And so we had to testify 
the guys that lived in my can because we were drinking all night and that guy came and drank with us and kept stepping out from here to there. We just thought he was going and drinking in other cans, which he was, but he was also burning down the shitters, you know? <laughs> I didn't know he was doing that. That's fucking wild. Wait, Who wait, 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 wait. More than one shitter. He was burning down multiple ones or something. I mean, it's either your thing or it's not your thing. I assume <laughs> all the shitters that lit on fire were because of this fella. I mean, there's not a whole lot of shitter burners. This guy was one of them. And so they interrogated us all separately just to figure out if we were also drinking. And we, of course, did the right thing and came forward and lied and said, no, we're not drinking, dummy. Because drink, they, if any listener doesn't know, drinking is illegal on yes. American bases in the Middle East, in Afghanistan and Iraq. You can't drink on base, even though it's supposedly American soil. You can drink on base in Japan or Korea. Not in Afghanistan or Korea. Well, no, or not Af- Afghanistan that, or Iraq. Okay, right. They 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 say it's it's due to we're we're in Islamic countries and we don't want to um, violate their laws whatsoever. We right. care Upset so much about our hosts. That. And it's like, well, y- you know what? I think they would probably find more annoying the occupying them for decades. That's probably <laughs> a little bit a little bit non-Muslimy. You know what I mean? A bunch of heathens going over there eating bacon in the chow hall, jerking off to fucking porn, not in the chow hall, and sometimes in the chow hall. Fuck it we get bored you know but can i tell you something jake yeah i actually uh i i, I can uh say this uh, uh to anybody that'll listen to this uh, that's a figure of authority i'm absolutely lying wink wink but i contributed to debauchery uh that you are discussing right now um when i got back to the states uh, i had met a major um was it a major i don't remember one of my handlers uh, that I, I stayed, I bunked in his quarters. Sure. Uh, I sent him a bunch of uh, stuff in Lysol bottles, where I was like, a, you know, drain this out, wash it out. and Oh, oh yeah, dude. Yeah. We would have people sending us stuff all the time. Actually, my first deployment, what we would do is we would, um, we, we escorted a lot of uh, Jordanian trucks that had like supplies. So it was like mostly diesel tankers, but then also food and things like that. We would escort it from different, like we would be in gun trucks. We'd also like search things along our routes. It was very different from our, our second deployment. There, we just occupied an AO. We were just looking for for the Taliban, basically. You know, that was in Afghanistan. This this first one, we we more delivered supplies and just kind of did little things along our routes, right? But the Jordanian truckers, they were the ones who had the supplies. You know, they would truck it in from Jordan. We would take it to Al Assad Air Base. Um, which uh, it wasn't named after the uh, the guy in Syria. It was just called that before. Yeah, I was there um, too. Yeah, yeah, it was same same soccer stadium where uh, uh, Uday, yeah, yeah, Saddam yeah, Hussein's a, used to torture the, the 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 Iraqi soccer team when they didn't perform no. well. That's what I was told when I got there. They, was, they walked oh, us yeah. through the locker rooms and said, "The blood that spilled here, you would." Uh, uh, they said he would sit up in the the stands and just shoot at their feet if they were playing poorly. Yeah. Yeah, if if they didn't fucking if if for some reason he they pissed him off in a game, he would kill him on the field like he was fucking nuts. But now they, or at least at the time, they they sold uh, cheap cigarettes and, and and DVDs to us. Yeah, you know, I, I remember that. I remember uh, <laughs> the the little markets where they do that. You, I, I would I I'd fly in from the states just for a ten day comedy tour. And and a movie that had just been released that Friday in theaters would be on DVD in these little markets. I mean, they got them yeah. fast. 
And and it was always a crapshoot. It was it was it was like buying scratch tickets because it would either be something that was stolen from Hollywood. You, you know what I mean? Like something that they would send to people in the film actors guild or, or screen actors guild, whatever. And then they would steal it, rip it, and send it to us. Or it would be a drunk dude filming it on a camcorder in a movie theater. And you would get half the screen. He's farting. There's people walking in front of you. And it's like, yeah, here's here's, here's Spider-Man 4. Enjoy. You know? And it's like, yeah, you can't make a Spider-Man movie shittier. I hate comic book movies. But even still, this is a terrible way to watch it. What are you doing? I um. By the way, you talk about shitting in a hole in the ground. My son is five and a half years old and uh, is a nudist. He likes to run around outside, and uh, if he has to go to the bathroom, he just does. And yeah. last yeah. week, I was doing a corporate Zoom comedy show in my basement, and I'm right below the bathroom. And I told my wife, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go do this comedy show if you can make sure the kids are quiet, no toilet flushes. So she took the kids outside to jump on the trampoline and do things. And we have a divot in our yard. Uh, you're mowing the lawn. All of a sudden, it's just like step, step, step. Oops, you know, just a divot. Yeah. And uh, my son had to take a shit. And she said, oh, crap. Well, you can't flush the toilet. And he said, I can just go outside. And she said, no. And he'd already dropped trow. And she said, well, use the divot. So he took a shit in the divot. And then she covered it in mulch. So uh, nice, my son nice. fertilized our yard last week. My son is- Hey, man, uh, that's, that's what makes it grow, dude. Like, uh, I- when I was in Afghanistan, people would just kind of shit wherever. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, um, cause it, that was more, it was more rural. It was up in the Kush mountains, no running water, no electricity. And, and, and when you think no running water, no electricity, people always think of like lights. They think of refrigerators. They think of TVs. They, they, they more think of the electricity part. Like that would suck the most. The, the part that you don't think about until you're around it is the ability to move human waste from one place to another. Oh, yeah. When that goes away, that is a motherfucker. And that's something that we don't really experience here. That when, I mean, you, you know, in, in the more rural spots, where it was mostly rural where we were at. People would just kind of shit in back of the coal lots and the shit would just kind of turn to dirt slowly over time. Um, in fact, there would always be this weird kind of middle period where the shit on the outside would look like dirt and it would crust over and blend perfectly with all the dirt around it till you stepped in it, <laughs> till you stepped in it. That was a dirty little fucking surprise, wasn't it? Sometimes you would lay in it. It was awful. It was fucking awful. It was but like a, towns, a natural IED. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time you stepped away, I, I, I wish this had been a fucking bomb. I wish it was a fucking bomb. <laughs> I have to deal with this fucking shit anymore. Oh, I hated that place. But no, in, in the towns, they would have trenches dug where people would like on the sides of the road where people would shit, piss, throw trash. It would never get collected or cleaned in any way. It would just kind of fester and uh, I, I mean, just be disgusting. And there would be shops right next to that. You know, they would have just sheet metal awnings with raw meat hanging above these septic trenches you know not wrapped up in any plastic or any kind of thing um it was it was not like a rack at all it made a rack look like tribeca it made it look like lower manhattan it made made it look amazing um well i have an iraqi have, story when you're done i i yeah. you made me think of something there go ahead but I, I you made me think of something but they would it would just be raw meat hanging in the in the heat in the sun whatever else man flies all of this above just septic trenches you know and, and of course people didn't have 
refrigerators and stuff. And, and, and there was times on missions where, you, you know, we would either be searching houses or just set up at a checkpoint, whatever, or coal lots, I should say. It's a different kind of thing that has, it's basically a giant fort that, you know, they, they lived in that has the, with the rooms on the inside of it. But, but either way, they would, they would come and they would bring you food, which is always very good, man. Um, it, it was usually like chicken until peas, it gave you rice, dysentery flatbread but but the meat they would bring you fucking meat and usually it would just be chickpeas and rice and flatbread always very good still to this day the best chickpea based anything i've ever had came from dudes who were illiterate in the kush mountains that fucking you know like in sandals dip, 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 doesn't matter man fucking brought me the best chickpeas i've ever had the food was great but the meat just because it was in those conditions, you, you know what I mean? Like the human immune system is a hell of a thing. It can adapt to almost anything. They'd been eating it their whole lives so they wouldn't get sick off of it, you know? Um, but I would eat it and they, they, they'd they offer it to you. You couldn't turn it down, man. It was like that scene in Indiana Jones where he's saying, yes. you can't yes. turn that fucking food down. Other, It's like spitting in these people's face because there's no polite way to have somebody offer you a f- something to eat, you know, because food's a very social thing over there. It's a social thing everywhere, but very much over there. Dude, people will offer you food in shops while you haggle. It's just sort of a thing, man. It's 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 more of a thing than it is here. It's it's more of a, it's it's almost like a fucking handshake. People just offering you something to eat, and so there's no way to turn it down, especially through an interpreter that will not come across as, oh no, this this is for you people down here. Us people up here, we don't eat that shit because yeah, we, we're, it's a slap we're, in the we're face. better than it's, it's very much a slap in the face. And there's no way to explain. It. Oh no, you don't understand. I'm uh, I, I'm only doing keto. I'm fucking vegan. I'm fucking. They don't have any of that shit there. Now they don't eat pork, which is a little fucking crazy because everything there is so goddamn unsanitary. It's like, well, you might as well be eating Drano. I don't fucking know. I pork is so much worse than what the fuck. Yeah, it's hanging above a septic trench. Who gives a fuck what it is? I guarantee you the coronavirus is not affecting those guys at all. Not where I was at the Cush Mountains. I'm telling you, that virus is getting into their immune system. And as bad of a virus as it is, it's like, yeah, I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm bad AIDS, baby. I'm here to fuck this immune system up. And the other worst viruses that their immune system already has to fire from day one is just coming up to them like fucking like the bad guy Nazi in Oz. It's just coming up to the coronavirus and prison raping it and tattooing a swap on its butt cheeks like Beecher day one season one of Oz that's what's happening to the coronavirus once it gets into every they're they're eating bats and fucking laughing at this they don't give a shit about this there oh see this this is this pisses me off because uh I said you made me think of something and the thing I have to say is so so very boring and stupid compare coming off what you just <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you end on this high, and I'm like, hey, you made me think of something. Like, it's it, it completely fucking pointless of me to say now. But, but now, now you can do it, though. No, the only thing I was thinking, because when you talked about uh, uh, septic, uh, just dirt uh, rivers, um, yeah. I was in a little fob in Iraq performing once, and they were shutting it down. It was, uh, they, they said, we're winding down, and we're shutting it down. And you talk about people over here who are like, oh, I'm anti-government, no regulations, fuck the EPA, you know, like left fewer regulations. And he said that uh, when they decided to shut down, their Iraqi contractor 
took all the porta potty waste, filled his truck, and then went straight over to the creek. And they watched him just dump it in the sort of river there. And it would just go downstream to the next village where they pulled water to drink because it was out in the middle of nowhere, Iraq. And I'm like, yeah, like that. That's where you need regulations right there is when you don't. So you don't have the the porta potty guy just dumping all the chemicals and shit. Oh, and fuck, man. Into the river. Uh, my my second deployment in, in Afghanistan, we, we lived on a small company size fob. Uh, but e- even there, we had some detachments from other units, like platoon size detachments. So it wasn't like tiny. I mean, it was tiny compared to um, Anaconda or Al-Assad or any, any any of that, you know. But it was it was it was pretty big compared to what we would go to. What was considered our platoon fob. Now this was a small fob that was just run by the Afghan army while we weren't there. And we would only stare there for the, like a week or two at a time. It was maybe, it was, I'm talking like HESCO barriers, a little square. It was 200 meters from one end to the other. You, you know, just a yeah, small Yeah, I've visited places like that. On, Again, I mean, to yeah, any listener that doesn't know, Jake full on military deployment, me just comedy dickhead would show up for 10 days, travel the country and go home. So when we're telling stories, I'm a goddamn tourist. Jake is, you know, lived it, just to be clear to anyone listening. So yeah, I know I know what you're saying. I visit little bases like that. But no, this place though, I mean, there was no running water, no electricity on on this one. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I I went to a place that was probably the size of Mc, of a McDonald's. Yeah, like interior. They it just had walls. It had like several sets of walls. But when you got yeah. inside, it was the size of a restaurant. The way we would deal with the with the. Well, the human waste, the shit was basically there was like a like a wooden kind of porta potty deal, and it would we'd have metal buckets underneath the three little toilets, and we would shit in the metal buckets, and then some unlucky specialist <laughs> who had fucked up that time around would have to take the metal buckets, fill them with like diesel fuel, take a big wooden stick. Keep lighting the diesel fuel on fire and stirring it as it burned until it was gone. That's how we got rid of it. I was like, dude, we still do this? I heard about people doing this at Nam. I didn't know we still did That's this. That's what I was just going to say. I heard. I remember hearing and reading stories about that from Vietnam. And yeah, 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 apparently that's how you do it. I Luckily, I was a sergeant by my second deployment. Didn't have to do it once. Had to order guys to do it. Meanwhile, here in the States, uh, the wife and I, she installed uh, a couple of weeks back. She ordered a bidet when the toilet yeah! paper shortage sort of hit. And Fuck yeah. yeah, she did it right. Yep. I, dude, I, I, I applaud her for that. Um, I got one too, man. I got one. I got one just before this started. It's like I'm oh, a goddamn I'll, psychic. I'll tell you this. Uh, we have another one coming because uh, she ordered they're, one. They're great. We got it. And she realized when she got it, she, she, there were, there were two options. And I'm I'm trying to tell this in a way that doesn't give away the the ending the punchline. Uh, there were two options, and one was thirty dollars more expensive. So she just got the one that was cheaper, and we got it. And she went, Oh, oh my god! Wait, was it was was it the tushy one? Was it tushy? Yes. Yes. Oh my god! I got the more expensive one. I got the hot water one. That's you it right there. Yes. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listeners, listeners, get the hot water one. Don't be a dummy like Timmel and get the cold one. Well. Huh? 
I'll tell if you, you this. If you've got listeners, have you ever washed dishes before? If you got a pot that's got a bunch of sticky brown beans stuck to it, you know what I mean? Some gristle? <laughs> you're using cold water or are you using hot water? You fucking animals, you're using hot water every time. I will tell you this. So we got the one and she realized, oh shit, it's cold water only. And we called and she... But we kept this one. We put it in the guest bathroom, sure. and we have the hot water one come in the pool. Yeah, the cold water one is not as bad as you would think. It's in a no. way it still works. It still works, and it's sort of like coffee. It's a, it's a little wakey up in the morning. If you do your mo- more your morning constitutional, if you're a morning uh, reliever, it's at, not terrible. It just no. doesn't work as well. It, well, no. I don't know if it doesn't work. I'll tell you when we get the new one. I'm just saying that it's. I'll tell you, it absolutely doesn't work. Anymore. It's it's not as icy cold as I would expect. But no, it's as it's, cold it's as it is. It's actually a little like, uh, oh, now I'm awake. It's your balloon yeah, it's knock. Fu- it's a little it's, burst it's of cold Look, water. You can still do it with that one. It's just with the hot water one, it, it gets it better because with the with the cold water one. And here was here's what I had to find. Now I've only had the hot water one, but um, I was basically just using cold water at the beginning because what I would do is I would set it to warm and then just turn it on, thinking, well, it's going to go warm. But what it does is it hooks up to the warm water in in w- with your sink in, in yeah, your bathroom. Yeah, and whenever you turn on you know? warm water, it always does take a couple seconds. It takes a second. So basically, you have to have your 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 toilet close enough to your sink to where you can turn your sink on cuz what you have to do is you have to turn your sink on, let that run for a little while till it gets warm and then it's warm with the bidet. Are you hearing this, Afghanis? You're shitting in holes in the ground. We have so much clean, drinkable water that we turn our water on before we even sit down to crap, just so it's nice and warm when Team we're Team America said it right. America, fuck yeah. Coming to save the motherfucking day, y'all. And I think we just did. Well, I think this is why the terrorists hate us. <laughs> in it, part it because is. we occupy their countries, but in part because we turn on warm water before we sit down to shit so that when we need our butts cleaned, the water is warm by the time we're done. Absolutely. But I would like to think that there's at least two terrorists that are still fans of the podcast and they listen anyway. And and they're just like, well, I was going to blow up something in America anyway. But hey, hey um, um, Akmar, have you heard about days if you heard about the not the cold water one akmar the warm water one let's get the warm water one and it and it, it changes their life around it makes them happier because that's the thing after you after you you finish with a bidet totally different man brightens your brightens your whole day i i don't know what i clicked i never know why i see the advertisements i do in facebook for the past two weeks every ad i've seen is Smuggle a Bible into this nation that needs Bibles where Christianity is illegal, North Korea, Afghanistan, Iraq. I think it's silly. I don't know why. I get, but I, I think what you said just now, I think there should be a push to because everyone talks about, uh, you know, like, oh, they we, they hate us because we're trying to instill our values on them and we try and ju- I think if we made a, an effort... Now, I think they hate it's because of the drone bombings. I well, love that when too. they still go with it. Oh, well, they, they just don't like women showing their full cheeks when they're out in public. You know, or, or, or the drones. or but the dro- That's we, probably annoying, too. If we made a push to get bidets to them, maybe they'd be a little more sympathetic toward us. Maybe, they, maybe, maybe the way to the yeah. hearts and minds is bidets, not bombs. Ooh, no, I, just I mean, uh, as Bidets, as a, not bombs. As a third-party presidential candidate, drop a day's not bombs. That's my slogan, and it'll it'll never work in this country. 
because the the, the the seven rich guys in Texas and Connecticut that secretly control both parties aren't making money off of that. They they they, they don't sell bidets. They sell weapons of mass destruction. Me, well, I'm should. only trying to make your asses clean, people. All the people of the world. Well, let we we have strayed delightfully, I might say. We have delightfully strayed. We have, from... but before we move on from bidets, let me just say, all you fucking morons out there making a run on toilet paper, I'm going to spend $300 on toilet paper just in case it runs out. Dummy, you should have spent 130 bucks on on the, the, the bidet attachment to your toilet. You don't have to get a whole $1,000 toilet that has it attached. Just fucking get this. And then you don't need as much toilet paper. You need a little bit I was to just check say, and make sure it did it at the paper. end. You don't wake up. You still up and... need it just to check at the end. You know, just well, especially and to the... check and to dry off a little bit. You're you're not going to just pull up your pants and underpants with a soggy bottom. That you know? is that is the one thing that this version is missing that we're talking about. Um, some of the more expensive ones, the electric ones, do have dryers. Oh. That's the shit. If you can get one of those, people do it. But you're 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 going up from not just 130, but like 300 if you get one oh, of those, like, okay. like low end, say. like low end, you know. Um, and, and so that that's a little iffy. If anything, you, you know, you make sure it's good with the toilet paper. You finish up. You have a towel by the by the bidet because you just you're just washing cleanness at that point. You fucking dry off with the towel. That's the way I would do it. Or or just drip dry whatever. You're 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 good to go. But either way, you fucking idiots just buying all the toilet paper. How have you not bought bidets? I need a doomsday prep for this thing, but you didn't get a bidet, you savage. What are you doing? And I, you fuckers at the bidet companies, how are you not marketing the hell out of this? I mean, oh, Zoom I, did it, but you can't do it. Come actually, on, actually, that people. before I got all the Jesus things, before I got all the smuggle Bibles into my Facebook feed, I was seeing tushy ads. Up the wazoo in Facebook. Really? I didn't get yeah. a single one. Yeah, I saw a bunch. I learned about it on a podcast. But I bought it before the... I, I, I guess I bought it before the pandemic. I guess I was a little ahead of, ahead of the pandemic. So maybe they had, the dark gods of the internet had seen my, my, my tushy purchase and they were like, his ass is fine. He's good to go. Yeah. I, I did see something awesome uh, last week, and it was a picture of a person trying to return overstock toilet paper like they bought $130 worth and realized they didn't need it all so and Costco god bless Costco has said if you try to stock up on anything that now you think you don't need fuck you you can't bring it back yeah if you have something that's defective obviously return it but if you bought 200 rolls of toilet paper yeah you're I, using that for yeah. the next three years fuck yeah. you you can't return it I hope you get space in your apartment because we don't have it on the shelves yeah like that's crazy well, the the whole, as I said, we, we went on a delightful tangent. This all started with the, the Dubai porta potty, and we, we haven't even talked about it yet. Oh, We've yeah. talked about everything but the Dubai porta potty. Um, I sent you an article. To listeners that don't know, the Dubai porta potty is an article. If you, you obviously know Dubai is one of the most wealthy, decadent uh, countries in the world, it's in the Middle East. And uh, so everybody knows what Instagram is models are instagram influencers and you hear these stories oh you know she ha does nothing but uh, post on instagram and makes 200 300 400 thousand dollars a year apparently some of these uh these four five hundred thousand dollar a year instagram models what they're doing is rich sheiks oil barons 
they uh, say, well, I've got all this money and I don't know what to do with it. So let's get some uh, hot women from Instagram over here. And you're thinking, oh, and then they have sex with sex with them. Uh, no, that would be what normal people would do is I have all this money. I want to have sex with a really hot chick on Instagram. Let's pay her. They take it one step further. They say, hey, uh, do all this degrading shit. Jerk off my camel. Um, sit here and let me shit on you. It's fucking gross. But I have to admit, when I read it, it made me feel better about myself because I would look at these Instagram models and say, why the fuck do they get so much money for doing nothing? Oh, no. Apparently, they earn that money. Some of them earn that money. Yeah, I'm I'm reading some of the text, though. I mean, what you're saying is pretty bad. One of them got paid, says, 70,000 euros? Jesus Christ, for that, I'll let him shit on me for half of that. You kidding me? <laughs> Fucking do a lot of things with Dookie for that many euros. Yeah, because that's uh, what, uh, I don't know the exchange, but it's a little more per dollar, so 70,000 euros is that's probably- That's like 100 grand. 80, yeah. 100, yeah, 90, 100 grand. But um, what what kind of person do you have to be to have that much money- and decide that, no, I don't want to have sex with that super hot woman I see on Instagram. I want to do something horrific to her. That, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I think it comes from, it's sort of, well, I, th- I think it's two things, right? I, I think part of it is boredom. I think it's sort of like, I, I've, I've, I've fucked so many women with all of my oil chic money. You know, I've been doing it since I was 20. I'm, I'm, I'm bored with it. I got to shit on them in porta potties and take selfies. I, 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 I think that's where it comes from. I think it's sort of like if 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 you go down a really deep porn rabbit hole and you're jerking off a lot, you start jerking off to weirder and weirder shit. It's like a billionaire version of that, where instead of getting on X hamster, you're having the X hamster women delivered to your porta potty, and you're doing weirder and weirder shit in that porta potty, right? So I, I think that's that's part of it. But I think the other part of it is it's also sort of like a um this is a a sort of this is it, it's like Saudi Arabian bling is how how many followers does the Instagram influencer have that I just dookied on oh. you know that's dude that is fucking oil that is Saudi prince bottle service that's what that is you know it's it's the same bottle service. Oh, I could get this bottle of vodka for forty dollars in a liquor store, but I'm going to pay four hundred in a club. Well, you know, semi nude women to show dance everyone with I it can pay. with sparklers yeah. and put it in the thing. And yeah, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's this is what I mean. That's what you do when you're a Saudi prince. I, I mean, if you're a drug dealer in New York, you get bottles bottle service. If you're an oiler oil dealer in the Middle East, you shit on Instagram models in a porta potty. I mean, it's not worth the money you pay for it. It's just about bragging to your friends who also do shit like that, that you got to take a shit on on a Kardashian. Did I read this in the article or am I just, is my mind just spinning? Is part of it, I think, that not only is it uh, what you just said, but I think a third factor could be... um, Everybody in the world is racist. Everybody. Every, every For some reason, everybody think, thinks America has cornered the market on racism, and then they travel the world and realize, oh, uh, Japanese people feel superior to Korean people. Korean people feel superior to China. Middle Eastern rich oil barons uh, look down on the West for our decadence, 
part of it is also like, ah, I look at what I'm, the, these dogs, these Western women, the, the European and American women, what I can get them to do for money. That just plays into my superiority because I can get them to do this. No, you know, good, decent woman. I, I hear what you're saying. I think that's part of it. I think more of it, I, I still think it's more of the first two things, right? Because I, I think if it was more, this is the Middle East shitting on the West's culture, they wouldn't be going for Instagram models. They would be going for like, I, I, I'm going to try to take a dookie on the granddaughter of Pat Robertson's chest. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I think it would be a little more in lines with that. I want to fuck, uh, uh, y- y- you know, uh, uh, Megan McCain in a porta potty. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. while wearing I, a MAGA hat, you, you yeah. know, they would be doing something like that. They would be, you know, just doing something that involves the the, the religion or the the culture. But this is the Instagram influencers. That's not so much a a religion thing, a culture. That's just sort of that bling bling lifestyle. I hear. That's you. the thing about these oil sheet guys. They're all about the bling bling. It's like they 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 love the rapper's lifestyle without the 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 rhymes, so to speak. <laughs> and that's that is there's nothing more baller than taking a shit on the chest of a lady that's got millions of followers on Instagram. Nothing. It costs way more. How how much if it was just about this is what the West does to people. It would if if it was about like let me show you how in fear the country is. I'm going to go to a town that used to be a thriving industrial town that now is all that stuff's in Bangladesh. The only thing they make here is crystal meth and online porn like that. that, That's it. You know what I mean? Like they would take one of those women and shit on their chest and they could do it for about 2,500 bucks or less or less, (laughs) you know, and that would really, it would truly show if their whole thing was, well, our, our lifestyle is superior to that. It was like, no, let me take a, a, a girl whose dad used to have a good job making steel beams. And now he's killed herself. And her stepdad, Steeter, Skeeter, who does fucking weird shit to her at night. You, you know what I mean? It makes crystal meth by day. Um, let, let, let me do things to her that I could do for a mere fraction of what I can do for, you know, to an Instagram model for it. Like, that's what the fuck they would do. If it was, I mean, this is just a blink-blink thing. Yeah. They they flip for the phone, show their friends, like, shit on that one, shit on that one, shit on that one. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. hear you. Oh, really? You ate uh, foie gras with caviar on it? Well, <laughs> took a shit on Chad for Simpson in a portage on. Ate Taco you got Bell nothing before on I... me, Hector. Yeah. yeah I was just going to say, ate Taco Bell before I shit on that one. Absolutely. That cost me an extra 10,000 euros, it did. <laughs> It's an expensive chimichanga, but it's worth every penny. All right. Well, let's call it there, because if we keep going, we're going to talk politics. We're going to talk coronavirus. We're going to talk about what everyone else is talking about. And I don't think anybody wants to hear that. I think uh, anybody that listened to this enjoyed the escapism from uh, all the bullshit that's going on that everyone's talking about. So. Uh, let's just say visit jakevever.com, visit nathantimble.com, and God damn it, share this episode far and wide. So, yeah, and buy a bidet and 
To all of our fans in Saudi Arabia, stop shitting on Instagram influencers, you nasty bastards. Stop shitting on people in general, you nasty bastards. Just because you can afford to do it doesn't mean you should do it. Hey, goddammit, take a page out of Bill Gates' playbook. Go do something good with your money. All right. Yeah. How bored do you th- do you have to be with pussy or anything, man? Like to where oh I gotta I gotta shit on women to get off. I mean like how br- even with all the money it's just decadence corrupting somebody. Y- you know what I mean? Like how if anything now that I'm thinking about it, I feel worse for the guys who have a hot naked woman in front of her. And they can't just enjoy fucking her like a normal dude would. They got to shit on her in a porta potty while they're taking selfies and listening to the Wu Tang Clan. They have to do that to come. That's such a broken individual. She's going home with seven hundred thousand euros. I don't feel that bad. If anything, I feel bad. I mean, I know this is a weird fucking take. It's going to sound a little sexist or whatever. I feel worse for the oil billionaires who have to shit on women to fucking get off. How broken of a human being are you to where you're shitting on women? <laughs> Well, listening to the goddamn Wu-Tang Clan, that's your bottle service? What the fuck did your mother do growing up that she shouldn't have? Jesus Christ. I don't think anyone saw that take coming, but I don't no. dis- disagree with you, because as I said up front, knowing that that's how they make their money made me feel better about my being a failure in life, because I would rather be a failure than a rich uh, porta potty no one has ever weeped for the, the, the sexist, shady oil billionaires in Saudi Arabia, but God damn it, I weep for them here on Until this podcast. Until now. This yes. podcast takes a hard stance. I join Jake in feeling sorry for the oil billionaires. All right, No kids. one knows what it's like to be an oil billionaire shitting on an Instagram model. huh? You Nobody feel great knows. while you're taking the selfie, but you feel sad on the inside or during the ride home <laughs> in, in, in your Maserati, you know? Leather seats and tears fill in the inside of that interior. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, cough. Now I've got the COVID. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye, Jake. At least you didn't shit on an Instagram model. You still have a soul. Later. Later.